As I walked out of my insurance office for the last time, I was both terrified and excited. I didn't know what the future would hold. Now, two months after leaving my day job, my podcast agency is profitable and I'm on target to hit over $100,000 in revenue this year. Today, I'm going to share how I got here and how you can make the same happen for you. This is the After Hours Entrepreneur. I'm Mark Savant, and this is your guide to your first six-figure year. Let's get into it. This episode is going to be broken down into four separate parts, and I'm going to start here with perhaps one of the most important, which is finding something you love. My entrepreneurial journey started about four years ago. I was unsatisfied with my life. I hated Mondays. And all I did was look forward to weekends. I recognized that I just could not live my life like this. I remember going to a conference where Gary Vaynerchuk was speaking. And he made this point that if you're living life in a way that you hate what you're doing five days a week, your stuff is broken. Now, he used more colorful language, of course. But the point hit home with me. My life was broken. How can I continue along a path where five out of seven days a week, I'm unhappy? It doesn't make any sense. So I started searching for something that I enjoyed. I started looking, I started searching, and I tried a ton of different types of businesses. I looked at real estate, financial planning. I looked at opening my own insurance agency. I looked at selling products on Amazon FBA. I looked at setting up vending machines. I even looked at setting up warehouses for mattresses all across the city. I thought of everything, but nothing seemed to fit. Nothing seemed to work. One day as I was jogging, listening to Smart Passive Income by Pat Flynn, I recognized that I love listening to podcasts. They're so powerful. I was learning so much from these episodes. My entire journey was basically predicated off of listening to experts speaking on topics. And so I thought to myself, why not start my own podcast? I started, I recognized that I really enjoyed the process. I enjoyed listening to people, learning. I enjoyed recording. I didn't have any experience in broadcasting, but I decided I enjoy this. I'm going to double down and I'm going to learn this craft. I'm going to become the best at what I do. And I showed up. Day in, day out, I showed up. I was still working a day job. That was my primary source of income. But in my free time, I was learning my craft. And eventually people started to notice. And I started to pick up odd jobs, small consulting jobs here and there, small editing jobs here and there. But I kept getting better. The moral of this point is when you find something you love, it's not always gonna be apparent. You're going to need to try different things before you find something that feels right. And when you find something that feels right, well, then it's time for the next phase of your journey. And that's finding clarity. In this section of the episode, I'm going to talk to you about my journey in finding clarity and why this is such an important step in your process. So here I am. I'm getting these odd jobs which are nice. I'm getting paid a little bit here and there. I was making some cash, but I had a problem. 
I wasn't clear on who I served. I felt like the reverse of that Oprah meme where she's sending out money to everybody and I'm the opposite. Anybody that was willing to pay me money, I was willing to take. I was doing random videography work. I was doing random podcast editing. I was doing random consulting. I was helping people make Instagram reels. I was doing all kinds of stuff. Actually, this was before Instagram reels. I was helping people make Instagram TV videos, which aren't even around anymore. I was just doing anything that I could to make some extra cash. Because my friends, you're not gonna be clear at first on exactly how you're gonna make money doing what you love. You're gonna need to try different things. We have to get clear. And at this time in my journey, I wasn't clear. I wasn't clear on who I served. I wasn't clear on the problems that that avatar had. I wasn't clear on the best solutions to their problem. And this is something that I see over and over and over again when I'm speaking with young entrepreneurs. You kind of have this vague vision of where you want to go, but you've got all these pieces of the, of the puzzle spread out over a table and you don't even know what you're trying to build just yet. But as you start putting pieces together, it starts to become more clear. Right now, we really need to find that clarity. You need to find that clarity to get to that next step. So I kept going on, working with different clients, solving different problems. I kept getting better, and I started to recognize the people that I wanted to work with, the problems that I wanted to solve. And then I found a market of people that I really could serve. Podcast launches. I started launching podcasts for clients. I have experience. I solved a real problem. And it was making me money. It was a profitable problem. People wanted to have good podcasts. So I was doing podcast relaunches. I was launching new shows. And it was going pretty good. But there were some problems with this model. I still hadn't found my exact clarity. Let's move on to the next section here, which is creating and optimizing synergistic offers. At this point, I just didn't have a model that was sustainable. I was making some money here and there, and it was pretty good. But there were a few problems with the way that my business was run. The first of which was I had a feast or famine problem. There were some months where I was getting a ton of clients. I'd be launching two or three shows in a month, and that was great. But then I would go two or three months with nothing, crickets. I wasn't generating any cash. And if you're gonna leave your day job, if you're gonna convince your spouse, your partner, that this is a good idea, you need to show cash flow. You need to be confident that the bills that are coming in are going to be paid. The other part of this problem, this feast or famine problem, was that I was only closing about 3% of my leads. For all the calls I was getting on, for all the meetings, for all the people I was meeting, I was only closing about 2 to 3%. And I was leaving a lot of people hanging. I recognized that there were a lot of people that wanted to work with me, that wanted to launch podcasts, that wanted to improve their shows, but they couldn't afford a $5,000 podcast launch. So I created a low ticket offer. I created a membership program for people that wanted to get into podcasting, that wanted to learn, that wanted to monetize a show, but we're kind of at the beginning of their journey. 
So I created a, a membership program, which was absolutely fantastic. And it's running great today. It grows every single month. And this, I think, is a really powerful model that people don't always think about. I find that a lot of coaches, consultants, and experts are always talking about high ticket, high ticket, high ticket, raise your price, high ticket. But for me, I see it a different way. My vision is to help people get involved in my industry, in podcasting, provide value, which leads to several different benefits. The first of which is the cash flow problem. Now I know that each month I'm almost guaranteed to be bringing in a certain amount of cash each month. Secondly, I knew I was building an enthusiastic audience, people that enjoyed what I was doing, they liked what I was doing, and then subsequently became bigger fans of what I'm doing, aka they're listening to my podcast. They're learning my, from my podcast. I'd reckon that a lot of people listening now are members of the Podcast Savant community, and I can't thank you enough for being part of it, for letting me be part of your journey. The third part of the value of this program, of this low-ticket offer, is the belief that the more you give, the more you receive. And I recognize that if I'm able to provide massive value to people when they're just starting off, eventually, when they get to that point where they've grown to a point where they can afford the high-ticket service, they're going to come to me because I've built the know, like, and trust. I've solved their problems at the beginning. Now it's time for them to elevate, and I'm here to help them get to the next level. That, my friends, is why I really believe that low-ticket offers are very, very important to getting out of your day job. So that was a good solution to the feast or famine problem. But there were more problems with my business model. The second problem was keeping clients in my atmosphere. Sure, that's great. We go through a six to eight week podcast launch, but then what? Then they're on their own. I didn't have anything on the back end. So I built out a membership program, a subscription service for monthly podcast production. Now those clients that have launched podcasts, now they can come to me, they can come to my team, and we'll produce episodes every month on a subscription, automatically charged, automatically paid. And this has been huge. This has been so, so powerful. I've built out a team of seven people, but when I started, it was only two or three of us. Now I've got seven people working on these shows. But there was still another problem. Through the podcast launches, through onboarding, through all these shows that we were managing, it became very, very time consuming. And this brings on, I think, the third problem that you need to solve, which is how can I make things easier, both for new clients but for myself as well. So I started to work on automating the onboarding with every single client that I brought on. I made it easier for them. I made it more standardized. It became very clear to me what would happen as soon as someone said, yes, I have a template for the email that they're going to receive. I have links to what they're going to need to be done. I have a checklist for myself and I just go through it. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Now I know that that client is going to have a really smooth onboarding process. I remember when I first started onboarding, I would send a questionnaire that was five or six pages long. It was in depth. It was rough. It was tough. 
now I'm down to one page or one and a half pages. You, you know, you've got to just meet your clients. You got to meet your customer and really understand the problems that they have. And I'll tell you what, ain't nobody interested in going through a five to six page worksheet. And I recognize that because nobody was doing it. They were leaving it completely unfinished. As soon as I broke it down to one page, everybody was completing it. So that was a huge lesson. I also worked at making the invoicing and the payments way more simple. As I mentioned before, now it's very automated. It's very simple. But before, I even lost clients. I remember a client saying, yes, Mark, I want help. I want your services. But my payment system was was rough. It was mucky. It was complicated. And because of that, that sale ended up falling through. That was, I think at the time, a $2,000 sale. I was very excited about it, but it fell through. And that's because my system wasn't there. At this point, please believe I solved that problem pretty fast. (laughs) You know, because when you see $2,000 slipping through your fingers as a young entrepreneur, you solve that problem very quickly. It's going to be sloppy at first. It's going to be choppy at first. But as you continue to iterate, to improve, to simplify your systems and your processes, you're going to make it much easier for those new clients to come in and stay on board. It also makes it much easier for you to move on to the next lead. What used to take me four or five hours now takes me about 30 minutes. And with all that extra time, I can be back online, I can be back on the phone, and I can get back to work. So at this point, I'm feeling pretty good. I've got a few clients. I've got a group coaching service that's working. And things are moving along pretty well. But I had a problem. I just wasn't getting enough leads. I wasn't getting on high-quality calls. Things just kind of felt random. And let's face it. If you're going to have a sustainable business, you need good, high-quality leads. And this is going to move us into the next section of the episode, which is delivering a clear message. This is perhaps one of the most important facets of growing your business the right way. Once you're clear on who you serve and you're clear on the problem that you solve, and you're clear on the way that you solve that problem, you need to package that together so that it can be explained very quickly and very easily. A couple episodes ago, a few episodes ago, if you go and rewind it, I relay a really, really great message from Donald Miller, the author of StoryBrand, where he breaks down how to create a great one-liner that will sell people. Just to break it down very quickly, what you need to do is you need to put together a statement that clarifies who your audience is, what their problem is, what your solution is, and what success looks like to that customer. Go back a couple episodes, check that episode out. It is going to really walk you through that framework. Now, once you're clear on this message, this is just such a, this is a huge, huge part of your game. Now things start to become much, much easier. You start to get on better phone calls. You're getting better leads. And people are able to actually say yes. 
How many times have you gotten on a call with someone or you've gone to someone's social media page and they're just not clear? You don't know what they do. This is an incredibly massive, ginormous problem. People need to understand what you do immediately. If someone lands on your LinkedIn profile and they don't know what you do within three seconds, you are losing business, period, end of story. So what did I do? I got clear, I read books, and I put together a very clear message. And I put it everywhere. I put it on my website. I put it on my social media platforms. I put it on my business cards, in my email signature. It goes everywhere. Anybody that comes across the name Mark Savant is going to very clearly and quickly know that I help busy professionals build status in sales with podcasts. It's very clear. It hooks people in. And this has really allowed me to get in the right calls with the right people. And that, my friends, is how I was able to leave my day job and put myself on a track to hit six figures in my first year of independent entrepreneurship. Listen, I want to close this thing out and just say that entrepreneurship tests you every single day. There's not a day goes by that I look and I say, oh, what am I doing? Something's not working. What if I lose two or three clients in the same day? Like every day is a challenge. You're going to be challenged daily. But you know what? That's the fun. That's what makes this thing real. Because as you solve those problems, things just get better and better and better. And right now, being fresh two to three months out of that job and into this business that I'm building, I want to stay here, baby. I want to stay here. I want to keep leveling up. Now that I'm at six, I'm I'm looking at seven figures and thinking, how am I going to get there? There's going to be a lot more content based around this, how to get to this point and then stay here. And how I how do I plan on doing that? I plan on taking care of my body and my personal health. I plan on reading every single day. I plan on networking constantly. And I plan on continuously bringing better offers to the market. This is about the part in the show where I just recommend that you hit the subscribe button. If you're interested in hitting that six-figure year and staying out of that workplace, this is the t- this is the show for you. The After Hours Entrepreneur is designed to help you build your first six-figure year of your business. I'm going to be giving you the personal stories, the personal lessons that I'm learning. I'm going to be reading excerpts from the best books on the market. I'm going to be bringing in the best experts to give you that wisdom. This is the right place. Hit subscribe, and I'll catch you here next time on the After Hours Entrepreneur. Now it's your turn. Go take action. I'll see you next time. Peace.